<laughs> you got it? Yeah, we got it, we got it. Okay, got how it. about that one, since you moved? Assalamu alaikum it's John Fontaine. Just before we begin the podcast, please make sure you click subscribe and also set your notifications. And make sure you check out the earlier podcasts. We're up to around 40 podcasts so far. There's lots of podcasts there for you to benefit from. Make sure you check that out. Also, if you can go to the John Fontaine YouTube channel as well, click subscribe, set your notifications, and also enjoy the other videos. There's a Thick of Love series, a series on Christianity, and other videos uh, regarding Dawah. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast by supporting us financially uh, with the equipment and the travel costs and the running costs, not just of the podcast, but also the other Dawah activities I'm involved in, please support on the Patreon account. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salam rasulillah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi Welcome to the Young Smiths podcast. It's me, John Fontaine. And I'm with my original young smirk, Sheikh Al-Kasha Kamali. Assalamualaikum, Sheikh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How you feeling, man? Alhamdulillah. Everything is good? Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, it's been a long time. Yeah, indeed. We, uh, indeed. Oh, I think over two years since yes. the, the, the original podcast. Right, did. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. How things been going, man? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's good. Everyone doing well? All good, Sheikh. Alhamdulillah. It's, it's a pleasure, you know, coming back again after this uh, gap. Yes. Alhamdulillah, we're back again. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, um, you know, the last few couple of podcasts we did, mm. you know, Alhamdulillah, people really enjoyed, you know, our conversation. And, uh, and uh, you know, we spent some time in Uganda and, um, and Kenya. And also Hajj, I met you on Hajj as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. So um, it's been a long time coming, you know. I messaged you about doing something on the internet, but I don't like doing the over over skype or zoom right. it, you just i prefer to be with right you know my guest that's true so alhamdulillah true. we're back together so alhamdulillah. how's that's everything true. been with you allahumma lakal hamd allahumma lakal hamd everything is good and i i would you know to begin with let's make dua real quick and uh, hope and pray allah to accept so uh, you know I say hamadtu ta'zeeman wa sallaytu sarmadan wa sallamtu tasleeman ala al-mustafa ma'a ahlihi al-ghurri. Faya rabbi kalimi fi dhal podcast saddidan wa kilmi fi kulli mihnatin dawiyan wa sa'i ilayka ilahi qarriban. Alhamdulillah, we're back again on Young Smirks with another verse before the driver closes the hearse and the spiritual dog lurks so John let's put in some work. So alhamdulillah that Allah brought us, you know, together. And uh, like you mentioned earlier, so many people had reached out for, you know, podcasts via Zoom. I would just have to, uh, you know, ask them to uh, forgive us for not being able to make it. And I recall uh, you even mentioned something. And uh, it, it, doesn't, it, it's, it doesn't go well, you know. Mm. You just want to be able to feel and touch and see the person and, you know, so you can kick the best and, you know, in. So, alhamdulillah that Allah brought us back, you know, from Kenya, now from Uganda to Kenya to Saudi, and alhamdulillah back again together. So, uh, I just hope and pray that, 
you know, after all this, not after because, you know, COVID is still uh, in the neighborhood. Mm. But Alhamdulillah that, you know, in spite of that, Allah brought us together. Alhamdulillah. You know, Alhamdulillah, how things been going with... Uh... Alhamdulillah, when I, when I first met you, I was on, you was my third podcast. So yeah. I was quite an early, I was in the early stages. So I think I'm on 70, 70 or 80 podcasts now. Yes, Allah. So Alhamdulillah. Um, been interviewing many different people. Subhanallah. But definitely our podcast really contributed to, you know, setting the foundation Subhanallah. To the, of what I was actually originally wanting from my podcast, you know. Mashallah. Because, um, you know, this day and age, YouTube, mm. right. um, you know, people not, sadly, people not really as such studying Islam as such, but they still need kind of a halal form of, uh, entertainment slash bit of knowledge, bit of reminder, you know, something that is clean, uh -huh. you know, Islamic, you know, as a basis. So in my podcast, I wanted, you know, to just to be more relaxed. Right. And I think our, our podcast really captured that, what I was looking for, you know, not, not everything's about interviewing a sheikh or, you okay. know, it's about kind of understanding the people. Mm understanding and speaking about different topics yes and alhamdulillah we covered a lot so so yeah i mean how's your community what what have, what have you been up to what's going on you know you mentioned something that i would like to touch on when you mentioned that you know nowadays um, people are into like you know form flex you know black thought stuff you know because mm. it's 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 what entertains them. It's what makes them feel good. So to sit down and say, let me learn the deen, or let me learn the religion, or listen to a lecture, take notes, and be serious about my religion. You know, when when the religion turns, or people look at religion as just only spirituality, you know, just to be religious and be serious, and all the time, you know, you come out, you know, if people laugh, you know, laugh, you look like a gorilla, you know. Uh, it, they they think like you know giving a lecture is that being serious yeah, yeah. you know it's like uh, okay you know you chinchilla and i'm gorilla both of us will <laughs> don't deal with nutella that type of thing yeah, yeah. so uh form flicks for instance or you know shrak studio you know down in the states mm -hmm. you know when he brings his own people in you know those rappers to talk about some things you can see people get plugged in because to them it's like it's it's the, the lifestyle that they are listening to they can relate to it you know they it? can relate to that mm. so when islam turned to be or people uh that's supposed to promulgate the message or uh, turn it to be like it's just about lecture and being spiritually you know um connected and you so serious about you know, if, if, you, if, if you come out of that, it's like you're not that religious. Mm -hmm. And you had to be seen, you know, with certain gear on. You know, you had to be seen with um, certain look mm -hmm. to be considered religious. And if you don't do that, you're not well, you know, uh, religious in the eye of some people. Mm -hmm. So that's what contributed to that. When we look back, the way the, the dean, you know, started and commenced, the people that the Prophet ﷺ dealt with, they were not religious people. Mm. These people were, Allah called that period of time and that epoch, He called it Jahiliyyah. Mm. To warn people that did not even, had, they did not see a warner. A warner, you know, did not go to them. 
before you. Mm. So they were in the state of ignorance, in deep, you know, dejection, in deep jahiliya. So they did not, they were not religious people. They were the people that even if Kafirs of today see, they will flee. They will run away. Because yeah. what those people used to do, a Kafir today can't do it. He yeah. will be even afraid to yeah. do it. Imagine you go into a church and you see someone claiming to be religious and in the church dancing naked. Mm. You know, the pastor, even, um, even Eddie Long will tell you, hold on a minute, you better get out of here. This is not the spot for that. You know, T.D. Jakes will tell him, whoa, hold on a minute, not in Dallas, yeah. you know. And Joel Steen will tell you, you know what, not in Lakewood. And imagine a Kafir making dua that if this religion is the true religion, God punish us. SubhanAllah. Do you have a Kafir or a non-Muslim who can make this prayer, who can make this type of dua? SubhanAllah. Even the government will tell you, hold on a minute, not this type of prayer. Mm -hmm. But this was their normal life. Mm -hmm. If this is the truth, God punish us. Subhanallah. So they were ignorant people. Yeah. They, they were, were dancing around the Kaaba naked. They, that's, uh, that's how Allah described yeah. Their prayer around Kaaba was nothing but clapping, whistling, and going around it naked. Yeah. Now nobody can do that around the church. You can't do that around the masjid, mm. but that's what they were into. Imagine the level of their ignorance that one of them will even bury his own daughter alive. I, mm. I can't even, uh, what do you call him? Uh, this boy won't do that. Jeffrey Dahmer will not even do that. Mm. But this was their normal life. And when, when the deen get to them, they were in that jahiliya, that ignorance. They were not religious people, just like the people that we deal with uh, today in America, in Europe, in Africa. You know, we think like that that's a non-Muslim country, so we have to alter the religion to fit them. No, you don't have to alter anything mm. because the religion came to address these issues anyway. Yeah. So if you try to alter something, you try to, I can't, the deen is not a software. Yeah. You know, it's not final cut mm. to keep cutting. You see, it's not Adobe Premiere to try to bring it out to people or it's, 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 the, the religion is already packaged to suit humankind's, mm. you know, life. And every type of human. Every type of, it doesn't matter. It's not just for religious people it's, as such, what they call religious, you, you know. know? It's, it's, it's not for religious, it's for everybody. Because if, if the creator, mm. um, if, if, if the creator is only the creator of religious people, his religion would have been his book and scripture and the precept that he gave his prophet would have been for only religious people. Mm. But he is the creator of religious people as well as the worst people on earth. So he gave, the, it's fully packaged. Mm. It's like a buffet. You get in, you don't like this, okay, grab that one. Yeah. Religion is like that. I... You know, Sheikh, you know, I, I put a picture of us up on Instagram yesterday basically saying, you know, after two years, we got Sheikh Akasha back. You know, what do you guys want to, what shall I speak to him about? And people are asking me that, you know, because people think, you know, with the COVID times, with, with um, you know, we're living in times which are difficult for Muslims, living in different countries, the West or whatever, in America, in the UK. And people think that this has never been so bad before. Mm. But throughout history, there's been periods of difficulty, mm. periods of jahiliya, mm -hmm. even after, 
yeah. Islam, right? Nah. You know where Muslims have been weak or they've been persecuted or been in difficult situations. Yeah. You know, it, you know the, how. So people are asking, you know, how can we live in these difficult times? You see, you know, living in the difficult times where our religion is being challenged. People are not confident to walk around with that Islamic identity, or you know, you know what I'm saying. Right, I got you 100. Yeah. percent You know, when you see, oh, this is like some, uh, this is uh, objective, uh, mm. you know, message of the Dean. So when a person is experiencing something that he or she had never experienced before, to them, that's the worst thing ever. Yeah. You see, even the Holyfield will ask about the hardest puncher in the boxing. You know what he said? They asked him, is, is Tyson the hardest punch, you know, puncher in, in the history of uh, boxing? He said no. Mm. They asked him why. He said, because I never get hit by uh, Tyson. When he comes, I duck. Mm. And he said, you know, uh, George Foreman is because I get hit by him so many times. So to answer what you are, you know, talking about based on what people are saying, when you get hit by someone or something, that's when you feel like this is the hardest thing. If you never get hit or never get punched, you know, you're not going to feel it. Yeah. So to them, it's like for the first time, not even humankind wearing masks. Mm. Even, you know, I was passing by uh, Heathrow, you know, uh, last year. And imagine just one flight getting through Heathrow once a day. One flight a day? One flight a day. That was back in, um, you know, March of 20, no, that was like, you know, April of mm -hmm. 2020. To a point that, you know, even, that's when we have, um, you, know, the young, you know, the boy, you know, Trump was in the office then, he, mm -hmm. sent, um, uh, he sent a flight, you know, to take the, you know, the American citizens back because you can't even have, um, you, you cannot even book a flight. Mm. And when we took off, it was empty. The sky, you don't see any, not on the, on the floor. Everybody's making, you know, false etiquette, religious or non-religious. Mm -hmm. So not to divert, you know, or digress, you know, from the main question. Yeah. Coming back to it, when you see, you know, flights wearing masks, it's like literally they create a, a mask for flights mm. that when you look at them, you know you're not flying. Mm. And even the globe, there was this a picture of a globe wearing a mask. <laughs> that means the world itself, yeah. the earth itself, yeah. is experiencing something that is not, is, is unprecedented to the people of today, but not the earth itself. Yeah. Because there were a number of, you know, uh, pandemics and number of issues that the world had experienced, but not the people of today, yeah. not the 21st century. Can you imagine when Allah describes certain events, you know, just like the siege of Medina, when he described the vanguards of this religion, who are actually being feared by cougar and tigers, you know, Sahaba, they're on different level that even if a gorilla sees them or tigers, they, they will just take a flight. Yet those individuals, Allah described them, you know, in, in Surah Al-Ahzab, you know, إِذْ جَاءُوكُمْ مِنْ فَوْقِكُمْ وَمِنْ أَسْفَلَ مِنْكُمْ وَإِذْ زَاغَتِ الْأَبَصَارُ وَبَلَغَتِ الْقُلُوبُ الْحَنَاجِرَ وَتَظُنُّونَ بِاللَّهِ الظُّنُونَ هُنَالِكَ بَتُلِيَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَزُلْزِلُوا زِلْزَالًا شَدِيدًا You don't have to be an Arab-speaking person to know something is being said here. Mm -hmm. Because the verse, <laughs> this, <laughs> subhanallah, this is like a magnet. Yeah. 
You don't have to be Siba, way Khan, way Jasha, way here and there. You know, you don't have to be the Sheikh here or Shakespeare to understand this. That this is heavy. <laughs> you see, so Allah said, when they came from the top, from the bottom, from all around you, and your eyes, like you see people's eyeball, like literally coming out. Mm. It's almost like their eyeballs are coming out, mm. and their, you know, their chests had reached the collarbone. Mm. That's when the people began to think, mm. you know, um, evil about even their own creator, having a bad thought about the creator. And let's say then is when the believers and the Muslims were tried. Mm. That's when people struggle. Mm. No food. There's no even. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. I just remember something, man. You know, during this time, the Prophet asked the companions, who will go out and bring me the news of the enemies? Nobody came out. Abu Bakr is in quiet. Omar is in quiet. Ali, Uthman, Aki, they were quiet. That's how severe it was. And the Prophet asked, and he pointed one of them to come out. He said, when he called me, I felt like the earth is about to split and I'm about to be swallowed. But this is the messenger of Allah calling. I can't reject him. I can't reject him. And I have to respond. So he said, I came out. And he sent me to bring him some info from the non-Muslims. And I went. When I came back, the companions were in the state of fear. Because they've never seen something like that. They've never experienced something like that. And they struggle. No food, no drink, no water at night. And it's windy. And there's no clothes to cover themselves. No blankets. And these people were standing. At any given moment, it could be a battlefield for them. It could turn into a battle. It's already a battlefield. They could even begin to initiate the war. He said, when I came with the message that the Prophet had sought from me to go and seek, when I came, I saw the Sahaba, they shivering, hungry, thirsty. I saw the Prophet, he was standing up, praying out. And when he felt that I came, and he saw I was shivering, and he had that loose garment that they like the abaya type that you know some scholars of Saudi, you know, scholars in Saudi they wear them. The thin one. You know, the thin one. He was wearing when he realized that I was shivering, he was in prayer. He released like half of it and he covered me with it when he was there praying. I, he is in prayer and still thinking about his companions, man. He's engaged with Allah, but he's still like, if they struggle, I struggle. If they suffer, I suffer. What bothers the believers bothers him. What disturbs them disturbs him. So when a person talks about COVID, it's like, 
Yes, something that we've never experienced before. But it doesn't mean this is the only thing in history. It doesn't mean it had never happened before. When the, sol when, when the, the soldiers, that soldiers had never even seen their lives before, and commanders-in-chief that even the, the military genius had never even seen their lives were in the state of panic and awe. They were in this state. And Allah described them that that's when even some of them began to say bad things about Allah. But guess what happened? For the believers, the hypocrites, they said, ما وعدنا الله ورسوله إلا غرورا. The promise of Allah and the promise of his messenger is nothing but deceit. They're only deceiving us. Start disbelieving. They, are, they, they, they were the best people now that begin to doubt. The hypocrites among them. Mm. Now when you begin to ascribe or describe or talk about the creator and the messenger of Allah, who else left? That they just deceived us. They brought us here promising that we will conquer the world, promising that we have a brighter future, promising a, just like today. When you say that Islam will give you X, Y, Z, and people begin to struggle with their own families. He embraced Islam, and he had learned before Islam that Islam will give him X, Y, Z. And now into the deen, and he begins to struggle, he recoils and returns back. I thought the deen is this, is that, but I'm not feeling it. So when the hypocrites among them began to speak, this way, مَا وَعَدَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ إِلَّا غُرُورًا وَإِذْ قَالَتْ طَائِفَةٌ مِّنْهُمْ A fraction of them, a group of them said, وَإِذْ قَالَتْ طَائِفَةٌ مِّنْهُمْ يَا أَهْلَ يَثْرِبْ O people of Yathrib, a name of Medina before. لَا مُقَامَ لَكُمْ فَرْجِرُ You have no spot, you have no place here. Just return back to your homes. ارْجِعُ وَيَسْتَأَذِّنُ فَرِيقٌ مِّنْهُمُ النَّبِيِّ That's when some people began to ask for permission, saying, إِنَّ بُيُوتَنَا عَوْرَةٌ وَمَا هِيَ بِعَوْرَةٌ You know, our houses are empty. We have no men to take care of our families. And you know, that's our own عَوْرَةٌ the privacy is being, you know, exposed. So permit us to return back to our families. Allah said, because he knows what the hearts of the people contain. Mm. He said, that's not true. If the prophet doesn't know what is in your heart, the creator of your hearts knows. He knows. So they're just lying. Why? Because they just want to take what? A flight. They just want to run. Mm. That's how difficult the situation was. So they said it clearly. Allah said, They just want to run. If they were asked to even, you know, you know what? It's, it's too difficult. Before you even ask them, they're out. At that moment, it's when the believers said, Sadaqallahu wa rasuluh. وَلَمَّا رَأَى الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الْأَحْزَابَ قَالُوا هَذَا مَا وَعَدَنَا اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ وَصَدَقَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ وَمَا زَادَهُمْ إِلَّا إِيمَانًا وَتَسْلِيمًا That's when the believers, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, individuals like Bilal ibn Rabah, like Abdurda, those, you know, those who were the vanguards of the deen and the rest of the sahaba whose iman was concrete and cemented 
they said when they saw the the tribulations and the problems that they were seeing that made the nam you know the hypocrites to to seek permission to run that's when they said sadaqallahu wa rasuluh the promise of allah we begin to see it now when they when they when they really struggle mm. they knew that there's no way for you to excel in life without turbulence Mm. If light will not gain the highest altitude unless it goes through what? Turbulence. Mm. And likewise, if you want to land safely, you have to make sure you go through the clouds. And you feel the flight is not comfortable. The same thing to be promoted from class to a higher class, you have to take a test. Mm. If you want to travel nowadays, they have to juke your own, you know, your own nose to be able to fly through the PCR. If you don't want to take that, you're not going to fly. So people must stop thinking like because of COVID, Islam is being bombarded. Islam mm. being, okay, if Islam is not mm. being bombarded, that's a problem. Mm. But when Islam is being bombarded, that's normal. Yeah. You see, because, you know, see, you can be a heavyweight champion of the world. And, you know, those whom you've been knocking out, they will be just talking good about you. You feel mm. me? Mm. There's no way for you to have Wilder to talk good about fury. Mm. You know, um, Ruse, you know, that knocked Anthony Joshua before he came back from, you're not going to be talking good about him. Because if you know that there's something that is of a higher force that will expose your trickiness, you have to say something about So what the non-Muslims are doing is normal. Mm. What we Muslims are doing is not normal. To begin to think that everything should be cool because we believe. Mm. Here is Rafus, what did he say of the old, you know, uh, philosophers? He said, you know, since every man dies, it's better to die with, with distinction than to live a long life. Mm. You know, you have to die with, uh, with distinctions instead of just dying or living along and then end up dying. Mm. So a believer shall not Pray for an easy life. Mm. Okay, the life itself is not easy. If you ask easy, the word easy, are you easy? The easy will tell you I ain't easy. And nothing is easy. Mm. So a person should pray for a better, you know, uh, uh, stance in faith than hoping for things to be easy. Mm. And this COVID or this pandemic the people of old that experienced that. Mm. See, even the one that happened back in 1800s, uh, far worse than this one. Yeah. But to us today, this is, this is the first time in, 20, in 21st century for us to see things like that. So to us, it's like, this is too hard. Mm. This, something like this had never happened. Yeah, you know, the, the criminals, they will be playing their own cards. But don't allow the criminals to be playing their cards and you don't play yours. Mm. You know, they try to, if, if they try to navigate like Lincoln, then try to also, you know, just, you know, if, if, if a person thinks like, you know what, I'm, I'm the son of Tony Mantana, then you have to deal with the snake bite, anaconda. Mm. That's how it is. So, Allah had blessed us, mm. Muslims. Allah had blessed us and blessed humankind, Muslims or none, with so much that even the people of old, if they see us today, 
People think like you're talking about you struggling. What you talking about struggling? Mm. You yeah. get everything. Even John. So, you know, John, I tell you what, it's a blessing. Mm. Whatever Allah does with this COVID thing, with this, you know, um, you know, COVID, you know, penetrating everybody's heart. Because Alhamdulillah is getting better now. Mm. In 2020, you know, people were talking about Vision 2020, you know, mm. in, in 2020 we will do X, Y, Z. SubhanAllah. The world flipped with mm. Allah's permission. And this COVID itself, this COVID itself that people are fleeing and being afraid of, itself celebrate the praise of Allah. So why don't you human that afraid of COVID celebrate that as well? You know, nowadays people talk about, you know, uh, celebrities and this, you know, type of folks that are popular and all that. Do you know who the most popular human being is the one who celebrates Allah's praise in dhikrah? Mm. Because if, if, if you have many people and so many people know you, and you have so many followers, which in reality... The issue of, you know, having, you know, being popular and having so many followers and all. Aki, when a person get hold on onto that and he, he or she get deceived, Aki is done. Because this numbers that sometimes you see, you know, I have a million, you know, subscribers or I have, you know, um, 1.5, you know, followers or I have. So it's just a digital that you're seeing. Mm. It's just like a person with $1 billion in his account, and he thinks he get that $1 billion in his account in Wells Fargo sitting down or World Bank sitting waiting for him. You go to withdraw that amount, will you get it? <laughs> no. You open your account, you see it is nice on the screen, oh, I get that. You go to the bank, is it sitting? Mm. Likewise, you get like 1.5 followers and all that. You go, you open, ain't nobody there. Mm. So... If you want to talk about the most popular, the celebrities of the world, they are those who celebrate Allah's dhikrah. Because if you have like, let's say you have one trillion followers because they know you. Allah that knows you, how many does he know? Mm. Is there any number to it? You can't imagine. <laughs> There's no number because that's Allah. So, alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, for the deen that allowed us to understand, you know, the concept. Because we are already told, we are already told that certain things will happen if we indulge in certain things. And we, we, we already finished them all. You know, the Prophet sallallahu he called upon the Ansar and Muhajireen, not specifically Muhajireen. Mm. He said, Ya Ma'ashar al-Muhajireen, O people of, people of Hijrah, those who migrated from Mecca to Medina, there are five things that if you do them, just wait five things to happen. Five for five. It's like, do five, get five free. Mm. It's, 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 this life is a business, man. <laughs> this life here, I can even faith. Yeah. And Islam is a transaction, it's a business. SubhanAllah. If, if, you, if you are not a business-minded person, you can't enjoy faith. Huh? <laughs> For real. Like, if you are not a business-minded person, mm. I can, you can't enjoy this deen. 
So those who really enjoy the deal are the true business people. Because if you understand the concept of business and how to win and how to conquer and how to be on top of the market and you get that right with faith, are you done? Forget Mark Zuckerberg with his what? Maybe approximately 130 billion. Forget Buffett with his over 100 billion. You know, forget, you know, uh, Richard Brinson. Now they're talking about going, leave him alone with Jeff Bezos. Mm. You know, all those billionaires of today, forget them. If you get your faith tight, you're the best businessman man in the world because you be, nothing scares you anymore. Yeah. Not afraid of anything anymore. And you don't even have to think like the Hollywood, Bollywood, Connywood, and Firewood think. You know the people of Hollywood? Yeah. The people of Carnywood, yeah. the people of Bollywood. Yeah. So from Hollywood, Carnywood, Bollywood, they end up in firewood. Don't forget Nollywood. In Nollywood. You know Nollywood, right? Yeah, of course. Huh? And end up in, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, they see all the woods tend to be fire, so it's firewood. And now what happened? Mm. Tiger Wood is out. Mm. And you see that, whoa, the reality of this dunya, oh. man, is the dunya is tricky. This dunya, this, this life, this dunya that we are living in had so many, so many husbands. You know, the, the dunya had married everybody and divorced them all. You can't marry dunya and divorce dunya. No, dunya is going to divorce you. When, dunya, when you get married to dunya, yeah. dunya is going to divorce you and you're going to be out. Have you seen a person who gets to dunya and the dunya leaves and go and he's still here? None. And that's why this Imam Bishr al-Hafi, originally known as Bishr ibn al-Harith, but commonly known as Bishr al-Hafi, he said there are more dead people, there are more dead people that are on earth than they are underneath the earth. There are more dead people alive Mm. than they are dead in the cemetery. Mm. They ask him, hold on a minute, what does that mean? Mm. He said, because you have so many walking dead, mm. but they don't know they're dead. At least those in the cemetery, they know that they are dead. But you have some individuals whose life, they have no substance to life, and the only way for them to end their lives is to check themselves out. Just like take nine. You see? You know, it's, 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 it's what, you know, the young boy, you know, uh, T-Top called, you know, self-checkout. Mm. You know, so self-checkout, you check yourself out after a long stay in a hotel. It's a self-checkout. At the end of the day, when you're clocking out, it's a self-checkout. In this life, if you, don't check, if you don't check yourself out, the death will check you out. So, when you look at all what Allah had blessed us with, mm. And we ain't walking dead. Imagine nowadays, you know, with all cameras, you know, Sony, Hitachi, Panasonic, you can be watching a movie, calling a movie, walking dead. And those who are actually watching the movie themselves are dead, huh? Mm. Themselves are dead. So, alhamdulillah, Shef, that, now. Nah. We need to, you know, you mentioned the five for the five. Yeah. So I know everyone who's watching is going to be like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I don't ask you, they're going to be uh, getting at me for that. So you need to share with us the uh, five for five. You, you know, in, in the book of Imam Ibn Majah, 
the Prophet said five things that if you practice them, if you practice them, just wait for Allah to visit you in another five. Period. This is just a wrap. You can't do them and expect life to be cool. And then he began to, and by the way, before we get to the hadith itself, who was he talking to? He was talking to Muhajireen. Muhajirun are the best. Even among the Sahaba, you see Muhajirun always being mentioned first. All the time. وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ لَقَدْ تَابَ اللَّهُ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ وَالْمُهَاجِرِينَ so he called Muhajir, Oh group of Muhajirun, five things that I'm afraid, I fear for you. Don't think you're the best and you end up doing them because that's the trick. Um, you know, that's the tricky thing that Muslims sometimes, a person believes that because I'm righteous and because I'm a believer, you know, certain things I shouldn't experience in life. So he said five things, you the group of Muhajirun, if you indulge yourselves and then if you practice them, if you act and bring them to fruition, wait, five things will happen. So that's the first thing he told Muhajirun, so they don't think because of what they've done mm. for the deen, Allah won't test them. So the same thing nowadays, and then he began. He said, indecencies never prevails. Lam tadharil fahisha too. Fahisha, filth, crimes or indecencies never prevail publicly being practiced. Except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will smite and test them with plague and pandemics that had never happened before. So if you say Corona had never happened before, it's because of this. And now look, you know, I don't want to go because this hadith, if you go and check YouTube, Imam, Google, or Dr. Bing, you can pull it out. And that's not what we want to do here. We want to make sure that each, you know, portion of the hadith is given its right. So the first thing, if you practice, you know, fahisha. Mm. And now how, what is fahisha? Fahisha is anything that abhors the creator. Mm. Anything that angers the creator. Whatsoever is considered immoral. Immorality. That's fahisha. And immorality is not something that we describe to be immoral. Immorality is described by the creator of all. Because he knows what is considered immoral and what is moral. But if you leave it with people, you know, people who just define you know, immorality the way they want. So if immorality is seen throughout, then your you know, society, in your community, in your own country, or in the world, and people are not stopping or addressing or trying to even at least with their hearts, dislike it. Wait. Al-awja'a, which is, which is the plural of waja'a, that means pain and suffering. And also plague and, you know, pandemic. That's what, you know, awja'a wal-asqam. 
If you practice, if immorality is seen and people are not talking about that, and even those who are, you know, because when you begin to talk about this type of things, you know, always people who label you, you know, you, you're the religious. Mm. You, 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 the, you think you're the God-fearing, you know, individuals. No, it's mm. not about that. Mm. It's about safety. If you live in a country, I cannot be living in America and making dua that we, we get doomed mm. because you have the filthy people out there. Mm. So it's our responsibilities. It's our task. Just like Biden, the president, is trying to bring peace, job for people, is the responsibility of educated people to see what are the things that will cause unless anger because the president may not be able, not necessarily to know. So we have to aid him with that, that you, you know, with all what you're doing, you can find and try to pr bring all and trying to fix all what Trump left behind on fix and all that. But if this aspect is not taken care of, still we're still behind. Mm. And now when you look at, uh, you know, the immorality that we have nowadays, the more immoral a person is, the more popular. Mm. That's how the world is, huh? The more immoral and disrespectful a person is, the more, you know, popular the person, you know, uh, become. And if you look at our singers, man, and rappers, the more filth words that come out of your mouth, the better you are in the sight of people. And the more bad words that you say, the more people love you. And the more you curse, can you imagine a person cursing his own parent? His own parents, you, you cursing your own parents, huh? You cursing your own family members. And you trying to doom them all. And the more violent you are with your words, the more popular it's, it look. You know, I get my gown quilted, you know, I get my gown tilted gown quilted silk with cashmere. Burned down the room in a minute, built it last year. That's black thought. Was he arrested? No, because he just rapping. He ain't for real. Mm. You know? T-top, let me promote violence. Was he arrested? No, because it's, it's just, just say it. So, and, and when you look, you know, from the, you know, woman's side, that's even worse. I don't even want to bring some names in here before, you know, the young boys, you know, trying to check them out mm -hmm. because of the amount of filth that they see. Mm -hmm. And the more, you know, the more naked, may Allah forbid us from evil, the more naked a singer is, the more, you know, welcomed mm. she is in the society. Yes. To a point that some of them, only Allah knows, is, it's like the way the Prophet described them in the hadith of, you know, uh, Sahih of Imam Muslim. Mm. Two types of people or categories of people among my ummah that I have never seen. One of them, one of the two, women who are Clothed yet naked. They have clothes on. But the prophet said when you look at them, it's like they have nothing on. Do we see that or we don't? Yeah. Now a person may think like, you know, let me try to play holy. 
but the street can't play a hole in the street doesn't lie. Mm. A person may act like it's all cool. The street doesn't, the street will tell you, no, it's not cool, huh? Mm. I see him. If you don't see them, I see them. Mm. You see? So that's how he described them. From, that's 1400 years ago. He said they will be, although I haven't seen them. Mm. I haven't seen them yet, but they will come. And then he described them. And that's what we're seeing today. Definitely today, yeah. Sheikh, you know, uh, it's interesting. Since this COVID thing, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's an online platform. I don't want to mention the name of it. I don't want people to be exposed to it. But it's a different level of corruption. SubhanAllah. Very high level corruption. Like I've seen a documentary by BBC. You've got literally 12, 13 year old girls and boys filming themselves for money. Yes, Allah. And it's like an online platform. Kids. 11, 12, 13, making 5,000 pounds a month. Yes, yes, And it's, it's not monitored, nothing. Yes, subhanAllah. A high, different level of corruption. Yes, subhanAllah. You know? And the parents don't even know. Yes, subhanAllah. You know, forget about Facebook and YouTube, these things now. Yes, subhanAllah. Things have gone to a different level. Now, can you, you know? imagine? Isn't this what he spoke about? And now check this out. And as I told you, the hadith is the hadith of Ibn Majah. If a person wants to check the hadith, mm. and you get it in the books of hadith, through Khalid at Dimashq, the teacher of the author, who reported the hadith. So we don't want to just continue to, to be, you know, bringing much info when we don't delve in, in details like to get the fruits and the benefit of it. Yeah. I could have maybe in, 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 in 30 seconds mentioned the whole thing. Yeah. But what's the benefit? If, it's not, if we don't see it in, 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 this, in our society, we do not plug it in mm. to see the reality of what he said, which inshallah through this podcast we will mention all. Sure. But I don't care picking up one mm. and get the juice out of that. Yeah. And, and getting the milk out of that. And how to deal with that. And how well. to deal with that. Mm. How to answer. Now, can you imagine a 13-year-old, a 12-year-old doing what, what you said? And the parents are clueless and making money. Okay, isn't this even like a drug? Even worse than that? Mm -hmm. And you know, the criminals, they love that. Mm. And you see, that's when, when, when people begin to talk about, you know, Islam is being you know, bombarded and people are trying to attack Islam and all that. All the people that attack Islam, they dead before. And those who are attacking it today will die. And those who will come tomorrow will die. And Islam will remain until the last day. Mm. Islam is older than them. And Islam is much stronger. Maybe stronger than Muslims in some areas. But not Islam itself. So when you look at, when you look at things, a 12-year-old, Filming himself or filming herself. What? For Benjamilis? For pounds? For money? And who are behind? Who are the recipient? They're not young people. They're not young people like them. Because if the young people like them, they wouldn't have been able to pay them. So the recipient of that, the beneficiaries of that, the criminals, 
and the sinners. The only thing that could address this, that has the power to bring this to ruin, to, to ruin it and to stop it, is the universal constitution. What is that universal constitution? Is the final scripture of Almighty that Islam is holding for the world. So now see, you know, I'm, uh, thank you very much for bringing this up. Mm. You know, that's why we like it, you know, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, you know, mm. to get um, things straight. Mm. In 1015, meaning in Quran, Surah Yunus, Ayah 15, وَإِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُنَا بَيِّنَاتٍ قَالَ الَّذِينَ لَا يَرْجُونَ لِقَاءَنَا إِيْتِ بِقُرْآنٍ غَيْرِ هَذَا أَوْ بَدِّلَهُ قُلْ مَا يَكُونُ لِيَ أَنْ أُبَدِّلَهُ مِنْ تِلْقَاءِ نَفْسِي إِنْ أَتَّبِعُ إِلَّا مَا يُوحَى إِلَيِّ إِنِّي أَخَافُ إِنْ عَصِيتُ رَبِّي عَذَابَ يَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ All mighty says. And when we quote in Quran, this, no, we're not talking to Muslims only. We talk, this is a universal constitution. It's not the constitution of the state or the United Kingdom or, for Uganda, or Uganda or Russia. No, this is universal. Everybody, all the constitutions are underneath this one. Mm. This had been there and the constitutions of people or the policies that people erected will fade when this remains. What did Almighty say? That when our verses are being recited unto them, those who hope not meeting us, those who do not rest their hope in meeting us, they say, bring you, there are two options. Meaning when Quran is being recited, those people who have no hope, nor do they rest their hope in meeting Allah, they say, you know, if you want us to listen to you, two options. Mm. One, eat bi Quran in ghayri hadha. Bring different Quran other than this. We can't deal with this one. Mm. This one is too, is, too, is, too, is too much for us. We can't bring different. If you bring different Quran, we will listen to you. If you bring different Quran, we buddies. We comrades, we friends. Or, if you cannot bring different Quran other than this one, but Dilla, you know, just change some things in it. You know, yeah, the verse, just bring it. But try to be mild. Mm. Don't get to the point. You know, try to be eloquent about it to hide some things. Mm. Be intellectual, man. Be sophisticated person. So if you do that, if you accept any of this too, you begin to speak, and Quran is not in your speech. It makes them what? Comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's what most of them got. Yeah. So many non-Muslims, they get that. Yeah, yeah. And they're happy. And that's when you see some, nowadays, a person who calls himself a da'i will come and give a 20-minute talk, or 30 minutes, or an hour, and may not even quote one verse. Mm. A person will begin khutbah from A to Z, Without even a verse. Yeah. All Sheikh said, Imam said, this person said, nothing wrong with that. But the Sheikh is only a Sheikh because of Quran. Mm. And Imam is only an Imam because of that. Imam Al-Qahtani said, that's where a scholar swims. 
If Puff Diddy swims in a shark section, as Carla, that's where he swims. So a person of knowledge or claiming to be a scholar or a student of knowledge that does not know that book or you know it where you don't bring it, that's what the non-Muslim want. Mm. Just be, you know, uh, when we say being intellectual, nothing wrong with that. But you know what? This one is too much. Mm. Don't bring Quran, people won't listen to you. SubhanAllah. Don't speak Quran, you know, people will look at you differently. You're too extreme. Now that's too hard. Allah mentioned this 1400 years ago, that they are, these are the only two options. Bring different Quran, we listen to you. Or, when you, what, what does bring different Quran mean? Meaning when you talk to us, don't say God said. Don't bring what Quran said. We will have dialogue. We will have peaceful, you know, conversation. Or if you can't do that, mm. but till when you bring the verse, bring and quote some scholars who, you know, brought something that were unusual mm. to confuse people. Mm. You know, so that, you know, on the social media, on a platform of people, you know, on YouTube, you know, on Twitter, on Likey, whatever that people do, you know, you will say something and another imam will come and say, no, brother, that's not what the verse meant. Mm. And then the people will say, go, look, even imams among themselves, they fight it. Why? Because people don't know the difference between, uh, you know, well-rooted, organic, you know, knowledgeable person versus a person who just, you know, grabbing here and there and keep it moving. Mm. So when you have a heavyweight talking about something that someone who is lesser than Walter Wade said, people don't know the difference. Mm. They bring them and say, now look, the scholars, they're fighting among themselves. And they don't know that, you know, let, learning from it, man, one-on-one, it's not like learning from him through his YouTube videos. Mm. Aki, can you, can you learn karate from social media? Or learn boxing mm. of, you know, custom matters videos. You see how he asked Tyson to keep it down, bam here, bam here. And, you know, keep on ducking, you know, from here and there. Mm. Or you get, you know, Ip Man with all his move and stuff like that back and forth. Or maybe you get, you know, for days you get, you know, some Bruce Lee, you know, with the round, you know, uh, junking dough, whatever you called it, you know. And you say, I've been watching for five years. I've been watching their videos and I've been watching them closely. And then all of a sudden you get the gloves and you're in the cage and you want to compete. I ask you, you know, John, what do you think will happen? Of course, yeah, you can't do that. It's uh, game uh, over. A person would say, I want to try. What will you tell that person? Go and try. You know, it'd be, it'd be game over. Sure. Aki, you're going to be in Barzakh the next day. <laughs> Aki, that would be like his ticket to Barzakh. Mm. Like because you've been watching, you know, over the internet, videos of fighters, doesn't make you a fighter. Mm. So that's what Allah said about, you know, the sinners and the criminals. Either different Quran or Badilla. And that's what people do. Some people, they get trapped in the first one and others in the second one. Mm. And for the most part nowadays, you see those in the second one. A verse, a hadith, but they will bring some alien information mm. or code from people and they were legit. They were legit. Not wrong with them, they were legit mm. individuals. But they will quote them and say, this is what that means. Mm. 
-hmm. And then people, and they can reference. In this book, in that book, Imam said, and when you go, you see it. Yeah. But you it's see not what that Imam But meant. it's not yeah. what that means. Mm -hmm. Or even if that's how he understood it, that's not the best way to understand. Now, now Ibn Wahab said, لَوْلَا مَالِكٌ وَالْلَيْثُ لَهَلَكْتْ لَوْلَا مَالِكٌ لَهَلَكْتْ قَدْ كُنْتُ أَذُنُّ أَنَّمَا كَانَ حَدِيثًا يُعْمَلُ بِهِ I used to, he said, um, one of the, you know, heavyweight muhaddithin and fuqaha, scholars of hadith and scholars of one of the heavyweight imams um, of um, hadith and fiqh. He said, he said, if it wasn't for Imam Malik, I would have been ruined. Mm. They ask him, why? You're a scholar. He said, I used to think whenever you read a hadith, you just apply it. Mm. I didn't know hadith has tafsir, just like Quran has tafsir. Mm. So they sat me down, hold on, chill out. This means X, Y, Z. This means X, Y, Z. That's why for those who memorize Imam Tirmidhi, this book of hadith, or at least familiar um, with Jami' by Imam At-Tirmidhi Abu Isa Rahimahullah Ad-Darir Those who are familiar with his book They can sense and smell The level of his You know, jurisprudence As Imam Al-Dhahabi said Why? Because when he brings a hadith Now Jami' Al-Tirmidhi is a book of hadith But whenever he brings a hadith He has a commentary underneath it And sometimes it's either from the From the science of hadith Or from fiqh and usul he will say this hadith is applicable in this, this, and that aspect. This hadith is reported. You see, you do not carry a person to what? To apply this hadith because the scholars of hadith reported it. But there's another hadith that explains it. Yeah. So when a person begins to read and think like, I got it locked. Mm. No, it's not locked. It's not tight. Somebody has to explain it. So that's the same thing just for people to confuse. They begin to bring things from heavyweight. And it doesn't mean when a person is educated, he doesn't make mistakes. Mm. And you know, sometimes the reason why when, when a person makes a mistake, he doesn't want to come. Unless those who really care about knowledge for Allah's sake, mm. they don't care about what you feel, mm. or they don't care. They, they sought it for Allah, and they don't care whether you criticize them or not. Mm. They don't care about that. They don't care about the blamers, the blaming of the blamers, or those who will censure them, or those who will, no, they don't care about that. But the way we today, um, you know, turn the whole you know, movement to be, or the, you know, the knowledge, uh, it's like a scholar doesn't make, a scholar doesn't make a mistake, an elder, you know, an elderly, a scholar doesn't make a mistake, and an elderly does, should not, you know, apologize. Mm. So, when he knows that when he comes out and say, you know, I made a mistake here, or what I said here is incorrect, People will tag him and bash him, and they will put him in what? They will put him in um, you know, a trash can, and that's it. It's away with it. And you know, just like UPS says, if it fits, it ships. Mm. If it fits, it ships. If they can fit you in that bag or that box, it's gone. So people will just fit you in there, and they, just ship, they will just ship you, and you're done. So a person feels like, if I say this is a mistake, you know, 
people look at me like I'm not a heavyweight any longer. Yeah. And that's why a person will know that he made mistake. And he's afraid to come and say, no, what I said is wrong. But this deen, this deen, is, this deen is Allah's deen. Mm. Ain't nobody's deen. It doesn't belong to any. Mm. No country, no government. No, inna deen a'indallahi al-islam. That's Allah's religion. Inna deen a'indallahi al-islam. Wa man yabataga ghayra al-islam deenan falan yuqbala min. Afa ghayra deen illahi yabagun. Allah call it deen illah. Mish deen fulan wa la illa la a'amu. It's not this person or that. Afa ghayra deen illah Allah called it. So back to the statement, um, to be able to substantiate this, mm. there was a heavyweight, you know, imam, just to be able to explain that being a scholar doesn't mean everything that you say is correct, yeah. let alone a student of knowledge, let alone a student of knowledge. Let me Google, let me Google some real quick. Let me Google some real quick. Okay, you know, Imam Yahya ibn Aktham, Yahya ibn Aktham said, I accompanied Waqi' ibn al-Jarrah, sahibtu Waqi'an, fi al-hadari wa safar Yahya ibn Aktham said, I accompanied Waqi' Ibn al-Jarrah, the shaykh, one of the scholars and the teachers of Imam al-Shafi'i. He said, I accompanied him. And this, this is like a great-grandfather of Imam Muslim in Hadith. And Imam Muslim reported from him. And heavyweight from him. And muhaddithin and fuqaha from him. So Yahya ibn Aktham said, I accompanied him on a trip. Mm. And I observed... That he doesn't cease from fasting. He fasts every single day and night throughout. You know, one of the ways of learning from the imams, it's not like classroom, you go home and then the next day you come and learn from him and then you, they used to travel with them, live with them, stay with them, observe them, how they behave, how they interact. So he said, I traveled with him. In both home and outside. Whether he's not traveling or he's traveling. I was with him in both. Mm. I've never seen him even for one day. Not fasting. He used to fast throughout the whole year. Now that, that's some immaculate stuff. That's like some heavy stuff, isn't it? Mm. And... And you used to pray throughout the night. Doesn't go to sleep. Now this is a true beyond heavyweight scholar of the world. World renowned. Doesn't stop fasting throughout the year. Praying at night. Every night. Always praying. Always praying at night. Doesn't go to sleep. Or like the student of knowledge today, go to sleep, we end up even miss, missing Fajr in our Dhuhr time. We come and label people and see we're we the last, we the last, we the last atheist. Nuh -uh. <laughs> Not that. He doesn't go to sleep. And you know, it's of a trait of a student of knowledge, at least to stand up at night. Mm. 
a scholar, at least to stand up at, at night and, and pray. If you're a student of knowledge and you're a scholar and the night has no portion of your time, Aki, that's not how a student behaves. So praying throughout the night. Now, Imam Shamsuddin al-Zahabirahimahullah, he commented over this. Now this is something heavy and this is unique. Fasting throughout the year, praying all night, every single night. It's not like when his iman is high, he comes and pray at night. You know, like Muslim today, maybe he gets some, his iman is low in battery and he needs to charge it. And, you know, he gets maybe two nights in row praying at night. He comes out in the street like chinchilla. He feels like, you know, I'm the best taqwa. I'm the best mutaqi nowadays. Why, uh, brother, you are right? You know, I just pray two nights, man. Uh, so I'm cool. I'm ready to meet Allah. Come on now. Just, <laughs> just two, just two nights of the hundred. He looks at himself, or maybe he get like maybe the ninth and the tenth of Arafah, the ninth and you know the eighth and the ninth of the Hijjah. He said, "Come on, you only fasted on the day of Arafah, man. I fasted the day before. Come on, man. When we talking about the pious people, forget that. It's like an Imam. Let me share this with you real quick." There was an imam who led the people in Fajr prayer and everybody bust Allahu Akbar in tears. People were in taqwa, mashallah Akbar. And everybody cried after salah. They get to the imam and they said, subhanallah, this Fajr prayer was, was deep. You know, you know, it's, it's like, well, you know, like airborne. This Fajr here, Allahu Akbar, may Allah bless you, brother imam, you know, for bringing us to tears, man, when you led us in prayer. He said, what? Subhan, I didn't even have wudu when I was leading you. If I had made wudu, you would have even cried more than that. <laughs> Can you imagine? He said, I didn't even make wudu. Yet you cried. If I had had wudu before, forget it. You would have been, you know, crying till now. So it's like without wudu, you know, my iman is low, low. And that's why you cry just a little. Wait until I make wudu for the next prayer. It's over. So that's how people think nowadays. Like some few things, you know, I, I'm, I'm the super. You know, and you know now we live in a day, we live in a time that now everything is super. You know, everything is, you know, you, you have Superman, you have super cat, you have super dog. Now we, we, we even have super mama. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Super mama. It's a movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you, you've never seen that? Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> on net, you know, uh, on net, net tricks or Netflix, you get super mama. See, a person will, uh, will, will say, you know, um, how has he mentioned all that stuff, you know, about Netflix and stuff, you know, because I know y'all know it. Mm. Super mama. Huh? Now the mom, the mama that supposed. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you imagine the mom, <laughs> the mother that's supposed to be naturally, you know, merciful and calm, and, and you know, lovely, and uh, now she's super mama. She can fly. 
Okay, you know, that's, what the, that's 21st century for you. So in any case, back to, uh, you know, Imam Muhammad ibn Aktham. It's just funny, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just funny. So back to Imam Aktham, uh, Muhammad ibn Aktham, when he said I accompanied Imam, you know, both Imams, I accompanied Imam, <coughs> you know, uh, Waqi' ibn al-Jarrah. And then he said, I have never seen a man without tajr or fasting, whether in Ramadan or outside Ramadan. Now, if that was someone today, he would say, Subhanallah. That's a beautiful man. But listen to the comments of another heavyweight. Imam al-Zahab, rahimahullah, Shamsuddin. You know, whenever, whenever I mention Imam al-Zahab, I remember, uh, you know, Sheikh Abu Salama. I hope and pray is doing well. I mean, <clears throat> so Imam Shamsuddin al-Zahabi commented. He said, This is an immaculate worship that everybody should succumb to. This is phenomenally like. Great. This is a type of ibadah and worship that everybody should appreciate. ولكن من إمام من الأئمة الأثر مفضولة. However, although it's a, it's a type of worship and ibadah that everybody should appreciate and succumb to. However, coming from an imam who is a scholar of hadith and fiqh, like Wakir, is not appreciated. Mm. Why? When he said mafdula, meaning it's not the best, rather to say. Mm. It is, instead of saying not appreciated, it's rather something else is better than it. Mm. A worship like this from an imam, who is athari, a scholar of hadith, scholar of fiqh, coming from someone like him, is less, mm. even better, than being the best. He said, because it is clearly stated, and Waqir knows, that the Prophet wasallam said, mm. one of you should not fast throughout the year without breaking it. And he said, He who fasts the whole year is not really fasting because it's against the principle of his teachings. And also to pray and throughout, stand up at night and rest a little. Why? Because your body has right over you as well. So if that was someone who is not that knowledgeable who had done it, we say, all right. But someone like that who is educated to do it is less instead of being the best. Mm -hmm. And then he added, I want you to listen to this. There's so, so many lessons under this, this statement of Imam al-Zahabi. And without exaggerating, it's enough to go on this oh, like over two hours. Huh? Mm -hmm. He added, he said, after he had mentioned, ولكن 
من إمام من الأئمة الأثر مفضولة He said ومن مثل وكيع أو ومن مثل وكيع How can you get someone like وكيع He is the best of his time Educated You can get someone like him Now people instead of people thinking So now people instead of people You know because that's what people do They get a statement from here a statement from here and then they juxtapose them and then they create some little fire underneath and then they make the followers to go wild wilder than the interwild see mm. so after mentioning that you know the the issue and the concept of you know what people do and had been done before is just like it's out to us since social media is unprecedented we think like social media now is the best thing in the world So a person will bring this clip here and this clip here and then say, this person said this and this. Okay, what do you think, audience? Mm -hmm. And then this will begin to speak about this imam and this person will begin to speak about this imam. He shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said. How many things you that criticizing them had said that you did not rectify yet and you're still censuring someone whom he may be, may be way better than you in the sight of Allah? See? Yeah. So he said for people not to think that he's censuring or criticizing the imam. No, it's not the imam that he was criticizing. Mm. It's the act. So he said, How can you get a scholar like Waqir anyway? Mm. Although what he did wasn't the best, but still you can't be like him. You know, academically and practically and physically, how can you be like him? And then he added, he said, when a scholar, إِذَا أَخْطَأَ الْعَالِمُ نَعْمْ لَا يُقْتَدَى بِخَطَئِ When a scholar makes a mistake, that mistake is not to be emulated or imitated or applied like he did. However, We do not attribute to him to censure and criticize him mm. because everybody makes a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody is immune. This is only Allah who has no mistakes, subhanahu jalla jalalu. And then he added, he said, we hope and pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will have mercy on Waqir and make us like him. May Allah forgive us as well as him. This is how a person of knowledge should speak. Now he was able to put it this way because he's educated. But less education is one will make a person to just go and start wild. You know, we're living in time that sometimes when you're on the member, there are some people underneath you that are making dua for you to make mistakes so that right after Juma, hey, yo, listen, you heard what the Imam said? We got him. He made a mistake. Come on, let's run. Hmm. You see the mentality? <laughs> Those who listen to speech and then follow to adapt and apply the best out of it, no more in service to so many people. We ask Allah to save us from that. So you just listen. Imagine when you're talking. There was a time, man, in some cities, when you go to deliver a talk, 
it's like you can't even cough. You know? So when you make a mistake, it's over. <laughs> even if you come back, you say, I apologize. I didn't know. No, you should have known before you get in there. So that's how we look at things. So taking this back to what you said earlier, that triggered us to talk about Imam Wakir, Rahimahullah, and his teacher, or one of his students, the Sheikh himself. Now when a person makes a mistake, or he makes a mistake somewhere, people grab that, and then they uh, you know, take it to, you know, all over social media. And before he realizes, before he even wakes up and prays his Fajr, he's all over. Before he gets chance to say, I apologize, or I'm sorry, I didn't know. Like right now in Nigeria, there's someone who came and said some stuff about the companions that is unheard of. Unheard of, huh? Things that he said about the companions and even about the Prophet. Things I keep. Even a criminal can't say it. Mm. Even a criminal. Even you ask Abu Jahl to say it. You ask Abu Jahl to say it. Abu Jahl will be afraid. This man said it. I don't want to bring to, um, you know, this uh, platform what he said. But it's going on right now. Made scholars in Nigeria. And you know Allah blessed Nigeria with scholars, man. Like strong. Upon, upon like, they are, they are packed and full with knowledge. Nigeria and West Africa is not like, you know, some of them countries. You have scholars, yeah. But those scholars in Nigeria... Mm. May Allah preserve them in all around the world. May Allah preserve the scholars. And then he said what he said. Now, they're taking him to court. And they want the, the government to get in and get involved and talk about him and say some stuff. And now those who are really rooted and knowledgeable, they're looking at like, he need to be, you know, he need to be out. Mm. You feel me? He need to be out. Yeah. He needs to be out because of what he said, that even Abu Jahl never said it. Mm. Uqba ibn Abi Mu'ayt was even afraid for something to, like that to come out of his mouth. And then on the other side, you know, politically, some people are still backing him, you know, so that he can get, you know, that's what people, like at the very beginning, that's what you started with. Mm. That's what people want. Mm. They want to talk, they want to talk that talk. That's what makes them feel comfortable. That's what makes them happy. Just, do you hear about, did you hear about this? Do you hear about that? Whereby the winning for all of us to be winners. Someone like that for what he said. Although he needs to check out. But if the government is protecting him, you can't go to, uh, you can't go to war with the government. Mm. For him to come out. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Me and my followers, I'm not going to repeat that again. Although, in the deen, when you mess with, uh, with the leader, and when you talk about the prophet, you know, to heavyweight scholars, well-educated, 
you don't even have excuse, even if you make Toba, you need to go. Because these are areas that they, they are like, they, they're the red areas. Mm. Nowadays, even some countries that are in road, red zones, you, they, if you're coming from them, you can't travel. And even if you travel coming out of them, you have to quarantine, like you said, two days ago. Mm. Why? Because that's a, that's a dangerous area that you shouldn't go. You know? Mm. So it's, it's of a higher voltage that if you get in, you're going to be electrocuted. Mm. So the fact that you even touch on it, Toba won't wash it away. See? So that's we that are following and choose and picking the personalities is what get us to make our teachers and our scholars, we make it harder on them to even come out and say, I'm sorry. Mm. So it's our problem. Mm. And that when, when, when he says he's sorry, you know, there are some people, no matter what you said, they're still behind you because of mm. personality. Because now it is, it's, 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 mean, it's more, you know, more of personalities than it is Islam. Mm. No, he my body, you can't talk about him. Even if he made a mistake, I'm still with him. Mm. Even if he had stated a statement of kufr, I'm with him. يَحْلِفُونَ بِاللَّهِ مَا قَالُوا وَلَقَدْ قَالُوا كَلِمَةَ الْكُفْرِ وَكَفَرُوا بَعْدَ إِسْلَامِهِمْ وَهَمُوا بِمَا لَمْ يَنَالُوا You know, they swear by Allah they've never said that statement of kufr and Allah said indeed they've said it. Yet some people who still believe and say that, you know, because, you know, color and stuff like that plays a vital, you know, um, role in people's life. You know, he, he looked like me. I'm with him. He from my country, I'm with him. He's, you know, we buddy buddies, we graduated together. You know, so that group chat thing, platforms, if I belong to him, if he makes mistake, I find some excuses for him. But if he's not with me in my group, I will never find, I'm actually praying and making dua for him to fall. Mm. And now he fell, you want me to go grab him and make, make some excuses for him? No, I'm not. So that's the issue. So the followers, because of the nukta and the crimes, that we've committed, and that the heart became, you know, darkened like the Prophet ﷺ said, you commit a dark spot is what made. You commit another sin until the heart does not even know the right from wrong any longer. It's just personalities. I'm with you. You know, you know what? You know, I'm with Kriflo Dollar. That's my church. I'm with him. Even if he make mistakes, I'm still with him. Mm. You know, that type of Ansuriya and Hezbiya movement mm. that we've created. So we make it so difficult for people who are humans, just like us, when they make mistakes, they can't even come out and say it. And now you have some, may Allah bless them, that they don't care about that. Yeah. This is Dean. I made a mistake, I'm out. And this is what we're pointing out. Yeah. So that people can see that when we see that, that it's, it's always contribution from ourselves that turned them to be like that. But as a person of ilm, you should know better that it's not about them, their feelings, how they feel. This is the deen of Allah, that if something goes wrong, I come and correct it. Mm. And if I correct it, a day will come. You with me or you not with me, it's over. Do you know the most, as a person, a person or a Muslim or wise individual, should struggle and 
try to thrive to be popular among the angels than being popular on earth. For one, angels are more than human beings on earth. Come and make tawaf daily. Every single day. How many will go to Kaaba and do that consistently from the, the inception and Genesis? Every single day. And yet, you know, they're coming. So imagine you're popular among the angels, you get in their dua. And you can, you know, when, when they love you, it's a result of Allah's love for you. And then Jibreel will call. Allah loves this person, therefore you should love him. And that's when the righteous people will end up loving you. Mm. Righteous. Not self-appointed righteous people. Mm. No, true righteous people will turn to love you. Why? Because of that. So this is exactly what the Prophet ﷺ gave them. And that's how it is understood. And when a person is popular among them and he dies upon that popularity, Aki is over. He remains popular until the trumpet is blown by Israfil. Until Israfil blows the trumpet, he remains popular. And that's why you see so many scholars. They were not popular when they were alive. But after their demise, they became the most popular. Mm. Abu Jahl was popular than the, most of the Sahaba when he was alive. Is there any kafir who makes Abu Jahl, who brings the mention of Abu Jahl and say, may he rest in peace? They don't even know who Abu Jahl was except those who read among them. Mm. Have you ever heard in life someone, you know, he mentions Aristotle and he says, Rahimahullah. Mm. Or someone's, you know, he mentions, um, what do you call him? Albert Einstein, and he say, you know, alayhi min Allahi ridwan, or rahimahullah. Even a calf, even a disbeliever will not even do that form. Because when you live for certain principles of this life, you die, it dies alone. You die, it dies alone. And that's why when you see with social media and things like that, when a person dies, that's it. To begin with, that was his picture anyway on that box mm. where you subscribe. So if he's no longer alive, that goes. Mm. But the rooted, do you have any um, YouTube channel for Imam al-Bukhari? Mm. With his picture underneath over there, you know, nicely. You know, the picture is taken, you know, from um, the photo and then they put it in the shop and then it came out in the Photoshop and I can, boom, Bukhari. Do you have that? Do you have that of Imam Muslim? Mm. Do you have any scholar that is mentioned around the world like those two? Mm. When it comes to hadith, when you, when you go to the section of Quran likewise, and Lugha likewise, and Balagha likewise, and keep on naming. Because when you live to be popular, and that's what you care about, and that's all what you're shooting for, now there are some people who Allah give, and that's, they can't do anything, we ask Allah to bless. But if that's my goal, you know, I want to be that popular. When a person checks out, that's it is out. Mm. But you leave it for Allah and you die, that's when you come out. Mm. And you're dead, but you're still, like, you're still alive. Meaning there are so many people that have died, but as if they're still alive. And so many that are alive as if they're dead. Mm. 
Now you passing by, you hear Sheikh Abdul Basit is reciting, you think he's still in Egypt. Mm. You hear Sheikh Michel reciting, you think like he's still there. You hear Sheikh Muhammad Ayyub, you know, you, th you think he's still in Medina somewhere. You see? Mm. You hear like Ali Jabir, you know, just kicking it. You think Allahu Akbar. Even you go on YouTube huh? and you check Ali Jabir and you see the, the taraweeh of then mm. in like 80s. Oof, huh? It's like, are we that deprived? Mm. You know, now even with the, uh, the six feet, you know, social distance, uh, you know, that we have. So in that social distancing in prayer, mm. a person is here and then, you know, six feet from him, another person. You know, even, you know, Muslims, our hearts had been six feet, ten feet apart before even COVID came. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the hearts have been like ten feet, not even six feet before COVID came. Yeah. You pray next to your brother, he doesn't feel, feel comfortable because you don't know whether he would defend or not. You don't even know what he's going to do. You don't know. So most people nowadays, before COVID, they pray, and on their way to their houses, they make a dhikr. Because they don't even want to stay in the mess. They don't make dhikr because there are some faces that they don't want to see. Mm. So we've been in corona before corona get in here. Mm. We've been covid in ourselves before even COVID get in here. So that makes even some people much more comfortable now that they're not even what? Closer. Sheikh, speaking about the masjid, mm. uh, we're coming up to Asa now, so we're going to have to take a little break. Okay. So uh, we'll come back for part two, inshallah. Inshallah, salah, inshallah, and, uh, inshallah. You know, uh, we, we hope and pray that Allah blesses, um, you know, all Amen. what you've asked and the energy that you have. May Allah bless it and place it in your scale. And Amen. we go for Salat al-Asr and inshallah. Yeah, we want to get part two because we want to get them the last four No, we're going to get points, them, inshallah. And uh, also, you know, what's going to happen as well. Inshallah, so, inshallah. inshallah. So join us for the part two. We'll be back shortly. Assalamu alaikum wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We're back again, young smirks, with another verse before the driver closes the hearse and the spiritual dog lurks. So John, let's put in some work. MashaAllah. <laughs> <laughs>